Generating traffic and sales can be a challenge for online merchants. But selling on the Walmart marketplace puts your products in front of millions of customers who shop on walmart.com. And right now, sellers who join Walmart Marketplace can save up to 50% on referral and fulfillment fees for the first 90 days. So get started today. Head over to marketplace.walmart.com savings. That's marketplace.walmart.com savings. Welcome to E-Commerce Conversations, a weekly podcast focusing on e-commerce topics featuring interviews with prominent people in the e-commerce space. For Practical E-Commerce, I'm contributing editor Kevin Patrick Allen. Video provides a compelling way for retailers to sell products, but is it for every e-commerce merchant? And is it being fully utilized? One man who has a strong opinion on the matter is Justin Foster. He's the founder of the Video Commerce Consortium. It's a group of e-commerce professionals, online marketers, and technologists dedicated to advancing the use of video in e-commerce. He joins us now. Justin, thank you very much for your time. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Can you tell me, does video help all products, or does video really apply to only certain businesses and certain offerings they have? So that's actually a great question. What we really see is that video tends to have more of an impact as products become more complex and therefore require more investigation to figure out um, you know, certain traits of the product, features of the product. And also, uh, video tends to be more effective when uh, the price of a product is very high, and therefore... Um, what that means is that more motivation really needs to be applied in order to get the shopper to actually purchase the product. Now, having said that, where video can also do really well is even on lower price products that tend to be um, higher margin products. Um, they generate a lot of revenue, but the products may be heavily comparison shopped. And the reason why video can work well with those types of products is because uh, they can actually help a merchant explain their unique selling proposition as compared to some of the other folks that are out there, such as is free shipping offered? Are there um, certain alternative payment methods that might be accepted? Um, is there secure checkout? These types of things. Have you narrowed down what the price point is? I mean, what makes something a big ticket item in your mind and what makes it a lesser offering in terms of price? Well, I mean, the, the, the price point where video is really going to work is really going to depend a lot about the nature of the product itself. So I'm hesitant to give you just a number and say that's going to universally apply. Now, having said that, we definitely would see products such as um, a lot of electronics, um, unique items that have a lot of features that are in the $100 range to several hundreds of dollars to several thousands of dollars um, tend to be good fits with video. But again, there are also many products that sell far below that price point that also do well. It's just important um, when applying video to products that don't have as high of a price point for the retailer to really think about how much revenue is going to be generated from a profitability point of view from sales of that product because the production cost is going to be the same for a video regardless of if you know 10 units of the product are sold or if 100 units of the product are sold. You've put a lot of thought and research into video marketing. You recently wrote a white paper which uh, discusses the FOG behavior model. Without getting too deep into it, explain to our listeners what that is and why it matters for them. 
Yeah, so definitely for anybody who's interested in learning more about the FOG behavior model, first of all, um, you can go to behaviormodel.org, and um, it's, a great, uh, it's a great site to just check out to learn more about the model. In general, though, um, I think really what's important to take away from the model is that many retailers assume that simply by creating a video and, and taking that video and maybe placing it on a product detail page or associating with a product somehow, that automatically is going to translate into higher conversion rate. And in fact, what we see are that the impact that video has on um, conversion rate performance really depends quite a bit on what is actually in the video itself. And so the fog behavior model is basically coming at product video from the standpoint that the primary purpose of the video is to persuade a shopper to buy the product. Now, it might seem like something that's a really obvious point to make, but surprisingly, a lot of retailers really don't um, approach video from that standpoint. They view it more as a, a branding tool or an engagement tool. But in fact, the types of videos that tend to work the best are going to persuade shoppers to buy. And there are three main elements that a retailer needs to think about when creating persuasive video content. The first is really to understand what is it that is motivating the shopper to buy the product. And the FOG behavior model breaks that out into core human motivators, what the model calls core human motivators. We may have heard about these uh, maybe in our marketing classes when we were in school. So things like pleasure, pain, hope, fear, acceptance, and rejection. And most products, um, almost all products actually, even just very common household goods, address these core human motivators in uh, at least one way or another. And so stating in the product video um, how a feature or benefit of the product is going to address one of those motivators. Beyond that, the way that uh, video can become more effective is to make it easier for someone to actually make a purchase. So what I mean when I say that is that, you know, video doesn't work because um, it's not that the shopper that's watching the video couldn't find the same information, say, on the product detail page or elsewhere by doing research. The reason why video works is because human beings are fundamentally lazy. We've all grown up watching television and we're used to passively consuming video content and a shopper that's choosing to watch a product video is really uh, asking to be sold. They, they're asking the retailer to tell them why they should actually buy the product. And through the use of video content, retailers can actually tell a story that is going to position um, them in a favorable light relative to, say, perhaps some other merchants, and simplify the, the purchase decision. And so, for example, in addition to just touching on the features of a product in a video, touching on points such as why should the shopper actually buy the product from the retailer as opposed to, say, some other retailer are also going to help improve performance of video. And then finally, we found that actually uh, after talking about features and benefits and then simplifying the purchase decision by sort of differentiating the retailer, um, the way that uh, video can be used to effectively spur uh, an action is to actually include something that the FOG behavior model calls a trigger. And a trigger can be something that's spoken in the video itself, or it could, say, be an interactive link or a hotspot or a, um, uh, a thumbnail, for example, of a product that shows up in the video at an opportune moment. So the ideal way to create a product video is to actually include these triggers throughout the video that tell the shopper exactly what to do. So for example, to actually state in the video, to buy this product today, click the Add to Cart button. Now it might seem like something that's very simple, like you may not, that seems kind of strange, like why would you want to say add, you know, click to add, add to the cart, because obviously the shopper knows how to do that. We find time and time again when um, triggers like that are spoken in the video content or maybe if a trigger is displayed via an interactive link in the video at the right moment in time that it actually does improve the performance of the video. 
let's talk about some of the the basics with the video. How long should an e-commerce video be, for example? That's a really good question, and um, again, it's one of these questions where uh, hesitate to give a hard and fast number, but I can give you a range. So e-commerce videos tend to vary between anywhere between 15 seconds at the very low end to five minutes at the very high end. What is really going to dictate the length of a product video um, should not be an arbitrary number that someone comes up with, say, all videos have to be two minutes or all video has, videos have to be a minute or a minute and 30 seconds or 30 seconds. Really what the retailer needs to consider is how much um, motivating force needs to be applied through the video itself in order to spur the shopper to buy the product. So, for example, um, you opened up this interview and you were asking about whether or not um, products that have uh, what is sort of the number, that uh, a price point where video becomes more effective. Well, we find that typically as products become higher in price, they require more explanation through video in order to motivate someone to take a purchase. In order to take a purchase action, so you'll see complex products or products that have a lot of features, such as computers, such as electronic devices, such as maybe unique items that um, are a little bit unusual in some way. These tend to be longer product videos. Um, other product videos sometimes say apparel or jewelry, um, where the product sort of does the talking on its own, um, just by uh, virtue of being visualized uh, on a person or on a turnstile. Those can be much shorter videos. Um, you'll often see videos there in the 15 to 30 second range. Can you tell our, our listeners who are mainly e-commerce merchants, what are the best ways to stream a video on an e-commerce side, and, and should they pay for streaming services or just use something free like YouTube? Yeah, well, I really think it depends on the, um, it really depends on the, the level of complexity of the video program and how far into uh, video the retailer actually is. So um, I would say for someone that's just starting out with video, YouTube can actually be a great option. And you can take video content, push it up on YouTube. YouTube actually has a player that you can take and you can embed on your product detail page. It'll provide some basic um, reporting as well. So for someone that's just starting out or someone that doesn't have a lot of uh, uh, you know budget basically to put toward video, YouTube can be a great option. For Folks that are becoming a little bit more um, sophisticated or have um, you know greater needs than their video platform providers that are out there, companies such as LiveClicker and others that are going to provide capabilities such as syndication across different marketing channels, more advanced reports, integration with web analytics packages, A-B and multivariate testing options and things like this that can help um, drive up incremental performance of video while also making it easier to manage uh, and uh, use. You mentioned in, in an article you wrote uh, about a service called Talk Merchant, and I pulled that up, and one of the things that, that was really compelling about the video on that particular site was the, the buy now option within the video. Can you tell e-commerce merchants how they can have that interactive tool within their video? Yeah, so um, the service is actually called Talk Market, and it's a, it's a really interesting service, actually, this uh, company provides a tool that, in essence, helps um, e-commerce uh, merchants uh, basically automate much of the traditional filming process, so helping with the um, creation portion, actually giving a template step-by-step -step how to film a product, automatically stitching everything together in post-production, such as adding music and whatnot. And we see that many retailers that are using tools like this can create, say, 15, maybe even more videos in a single day. Um, from conception to actual deployment on the site, which is quite a bit faster than you'd have with the traditional method. Now, in terms of the buy now option, um, there are certainly you know uh, 
there, there are video players that uh, support interactive video. I would say one that's really great maybe for a small merchant might be something called Veeple, V-E-E-P-L-E. Um, they offer a great tool that supports interactivity um, within video. There are also um, players such as um, you know, the player that's available from LiveClicker and other uh, merchants that will offer sort of buy-now options, showing related products, um, doing more dynamic cross-sell and whatnot within the player. But those are a couple of options to look at. If a, if a small retailer um, has uh, some development or some technology resources, then uh, there's also some open source video players that are available on the Internet that can be customized. Justin, as you know, our listeners and our readers are small e-commerce merchants. Anything yep. else that you would like to uh, share with them uh, about video and their business? Well, I think just the one thing that I would, that I would mention about video is that um, I believe very passionately that video is the future of retail and that retailers are going to need to increasingly focus on video because it does provide such a compelling way of selling products and of telling a story. A lot of the things that have historically held back retailers from uh, investing in video, such as high cost of production, um, not being able to figure out video hosting or streaming or achieving distribution online with video are no longer there. Whether sourcing um, video content from consumers, using content that's freely available from product manufacturers, or using technologies like Talk Market or other automated video solutions that are out in the marketplace today, it's much more cost effective to produce um, and deploy video than it ever has been before. And it's clear um, through a growing number of case studies that are out there that video, uh, when applied well, consistently does improve performance uh, in terms of the conversion rate and revenue perspective on an e-commerce site. So it's definitely something that uh, we would advise people to look into. Justin, thank you very much for your time. Thank you, Kevin. I really appreciate it. Thanks for having me. That's all the time we have for this week's e-commerce conversation. I hope you enjoyed it. Please tune in next week for another new episode.